Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Stay calm. Welcome to Vent Lab. It's a show about two pals who vent to each other sometimes, who also happen to be chemistry lab partners for one semester of college. If that sounds appealing to you, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Vent Lab. That's true. That's where it all began. You know, people... You know, holy, okay, it just keeps getting louder and louder. What My word. Yeah, it kept getting loud. Did it not keep just keep gradually getting louder? I don't I know who made that. I ignore it, and I thought it was just going to go down, and then all of a sudden it was like blasting my ears, and I was like, I can't even think about what I was going to say. That felt like that felt like a scene in a movie where they're walking towards a club, and then the camera like the, like you follow them into the yeah. club. You know, that's what that felt like. <laughs> what was going? Who made this intro? Why did you do I that? I think it was you. Why did that guy do that? Yeah, I, I think it was you. I don't think so. I don't think I'd ever do that. I blame you on that one. Mm-hmm. Great intro, though, if, if you made it. It's a great intro. Very proud of you. Thanks. Episode, Wait, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 216 of the Vent Lab podcast. Uh, very sporadic these days. And we'll do some explaining as to why. Yes. Also, lots of echoing and reverb. In the yeah, check this out right now. I could basically—I don't even have to look at the mic to talk, and you can hear it. You—you you may think that we're recording in like a bathroom or um, a, a, an, an empty, like a baseball stadium, yeah. or something like that. But no, it's a conference room. It's a conference room with a very high ceiling mm-hmm. and very tall blank walls. Yeah. 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 But yeah. man, I, I expected better audio out of this than what we're getting. You know, you look at it and you would think so. But really, if you really, really look at it, you think, no, it's just four blank walls and a very hard wood table. We tried so. to put down a blanket to help with the reverb, but um, it's I don't, not really, I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's going to help. I think it's just causing more problems. Yeah. Yeah. So if it sounds like Rebecca and I are kind of. Talking like this. Talking a little more like intimate. Just you, me, Rebecca, just having a good old conversation. But like. It's the Whisper Podcast. In the kitchen, whenever the person we're talking about is in the living room. You know? <laughs> That's what kind of podcast this has become. This is this is truly living up to the vent part of Vent Lab. Because if you're going to vent about somebody, you got to. You absolutely have to whisper about it while they are in the other room required mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Rebecca's very tired right now you're very tired right now my brain just hurts I don't feel tired my brain just hurts from doing news all day today my my brain kind of hurts too a little bit not as much as yours does I'm strangely I don't know, I don't know if we can compare that but I mean we have another life update which Nathan posted on our Facebook page last week that the reason why we weren't recording the podcast was because I had not fully settled in after moving yet. And I that did not was, say that. You did say I that. I said we're still trying to figure things out. I didn't no, name you, like, any names. No, you totally put it on me. I'm, I'll pull. I'm going to pull it up right I'm now. I'm pulling it up I'm right pull, now. I'm pulling it up okay, right now. Watch the echo there. Uh, the crazy thing is I wasn't even talking that loud. Wasn't talking that loud. Now I'm just gonna be silent of us trying to pull up the same dang Facebook post. Whenever I'm the one that made it, I already know. Hey, no podcast tonight. Still figuring out the best way to do things after the move. That's weird. It's crazy because I didn't hear Rebecca a single no, you, time in that. But who moved? Me. So figure things out after the move when it had nothing to do with my move. It had to do with the new your job. Mood. No, it had Rebecca, to do with the new job you started you're, taking you're on. You're reading in between the lines. Mm-hmm. I wasn't talking about your move. I was talking about my move. Right, and that is automatically what everybody thought when they read that. If people automatically assumed it was you, then that's your Listen, fault for putting that image I of yourself in their minds. ultra organized, and I was fully moved in the weekend, by the end of the weekend. After I moved. I don't know if that's true. I was fully moved in. Boxes unpacked. I don't know if that's true. 
I bet I could find a box that's unpacked in your house. You or, could find yeah. one, and it's Jay Wes's, and it's one that he dug out of storage that he accidentally sent there instead of our apartment. It, is it filled with clothes? It is. Oh, well, all right. I was, that was a really good guess. Well, I, I, I was expecting it to be some sort of old CD player and perhaps some speakers from the 1980s. But it's not. I'm proud of them. It's actually close. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. So I'll explain it. I'll explain what's going on. Rebecca uh, moved, and she's not really, like, she's still trying to figure out, you know, how to do podcast. She's going back to work, and so, like, still trying to figure out, like, where does a podcast fit into her life? And so the reason we haven't done the podcast recently is because, um, Rebecca's still just, just trying to figure you, things like, out. I trying to not smile as you lie right through your teeth. All right. The real reason is that I have accepted a job in Nashville, Tennessee, and just didn't know how to really, That's you know, share it. the share the news. He's still lying. So, still lying. Uh, and I've been going back and forth between here and there. Still lying. Um, moving stuff setting up appointments, getting you know, reservations and all that set. So it's been a process. It's been a process. This will be the last episode because next week I'm the morning show now moving in officially. Um, hey, 88.5. Hey, Everybody, congratulate Nathan. He is now <laughs> getting up at 4 a.m. and getting to work on time. Right? You're getting to work on time. I haven't not been to work on time. I'm so proud of you. You know what's the, what's great about this? And and this, this to me, Rebecca, is why radio is the ideal profession. Okay. There's really no on time in radio. Really? Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. My job is to get there before the two morning show hosts do. Mm-hmm. I could get there at 4.45 or I could get there at 5.21. That's a big gap. It's not like your work starts at exactly this time. My work starts whenever I get there. It's just how hard I want to hustle as soon as I get there. So if I'm like running a little bit late, then it's not stressful. It's just like, okay, well, I'm running a little bit late than normal. I think anybody could get to their job earlier than they absolutely have to. Well, why? Why would you? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. What do you mean exactly? That's my point. That's a you're, point for you're me. You're saying like that's a benefit to radio, but I'm saying like anybody could do that with their job. Like you could, if, if you start working at 10 a.m., you can get there at 9 a.m. Right, 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 right. But a radio, how do I say this to a non-radio person? Um, so radio, you have kind of stuff that you have to get ready before your your job begins but the stuff you're getting ready is also part of your job but the stuff you get ready you could probably cram into a really five ten minute time or you could get there 30 minutes before you go on air or whatever and then do that stuff then you know and you can do a little bit maybe the night before so that you don't have to get there as early i get it's more flex trust me rebecca as somebody who has been in the workforce longer than you have, <laughs> it's different, all right? Working in radio is different than working in a warehouse. I, I would agree with you. That is different. Um, so there, there is a hard deadline because it's the moment that your mic has to be turned on. Yeah, but here's the That's thing. What, if you're getting that, like there- Like if you're late for that moment, you're, you're past late. Like there's no, there's no redemption after that. No, I agree. But the thing is, is if you are getting there right as your mic needs to be turned on, you're already late. And you're a bad radio person. Yes. But a radio person's job is dependent on them. Let me say this. As a radio person, you want to be a good radio person. Not for your radio station's sake, but for your career's sake. If you're like a data analyst and you're, a, you know, you're getting there like two minutes late every single day. And you're not that great at being a data analyst. That's not really going to affect your job as much if you want to be a data analyst in a different state. Sure. So I believe. I don't. I'm just not last week. I'm but really week hunkering before, down on my point. I here. believe it was a Thursday. You found out you were going to start working the morning show. 
Yeah, so here's the way it worked. Um, my radio station is listener supported, so we have to do those annoying like fundraisers. Everybody knows they're annoying. Mm-hmm. All right, even 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 the the hosts they they realize the numbers show that they're annoying. Um, and so we were we were in the middle of one of those for the week, and it was it was Wednesday that um. The network coach came in um, because people come in from from other areas to help fundraise because it's like a all hands on deck kind of thing. So she was in from like Colorado and was helping us out. And then she pulls me aside. She's like, hey, Nathan, um, I want to make you the morning show producer. How do you feel about that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Sure. She was like, you you think you could do that? And I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Because uh-huh. we never say no. Yeah. In, in radio school, they, they're like, you say yes, and then you learn how to do it while doing it kind of thing. It's kind of a bad life lesson a little bit in a way. Yeah, it gets you where you're, where you're going. Yeah, but if you're being like a paramedic, you don't want to be like, ah, I know how to do CPR, no. and then like get to the situation, and you're like, let me look up a YouTube video real quick. Our job's different from being a paramedic. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like not like a great universal like life lesson. Like probably don't take that one to heart. Yeah. Just tell them you can do it and then learn how to do it. Anyway, you said you want to do it. Right. Well, I said I could, you do, could it. do it. Uh-huh. I said I could do it. And she was like, all right, I'm going to make it happen. And I was like, cool. And she's like, no, like soon. And I was like, neat. And she was like, no, I like not like within a year or six months. Like I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen soon. And I was like thinking in my mind cool so three months yes soon in radio time i mean three months is is like uber fast yeah i have i have another story about how soon (laughs) the difference is uh two contrasting stories this is a story of like whenever soon meant soon and this is a i have a story where soon didn't so anyway we'll get to that later but um so she she was like i'm gonna make it happen and i was like all right cool i can do it and so uh the next day, my boss pulled me into her office and she was like, hey, uh, how do you feel about being a morning show producer? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And she was like, all right, you start Monday. And I was like, uh, oh, oh, okay, right. Now, mind you, I've been at this point, I had been doing overnights for the radio station. So Wednesday night, I record for uh, overnights being midnight to five. So Wednesday, I would record for Thursday, midnight to five. This conversation happened on Thursday. And along with me starting um, the morning show producer job on Monday was me no longer doing overnights. And so it was like, oh, I'm no longer doing overnights, which means I went from doing overnights to, hey, tonight's your last night. On Monday, you're starting this new job. And it was like, oh. Big change, super fast. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's not something I've ever done before. Morning show producer. And and producer is a catch-all term in radio. Producer can mean you're the board op. Producer can mean you are like, like you run, you do coffee runs and you get man on the street interviews and you like do all the dirty work. Producer could mean you are one of the hosts. Producer could mean you, you know, gather all the stories and topics. Or producer could mean that you do all the games. Or producer could be everything. And, and if it's in everything, this case, it's everything. Well, no, because I'm not running the board. You're also not running for coffee. They haven't asked yet. <laughs> but I've been told, not by the my two hosts, but by the coach, if they freaking ask you to do a coffee run, you're doing your, a coffee run. That's your job. And I was like, all right. Like, I don't know if they will or not, but that's that's your job title now. I kind of hope they do at some point. That's easy. <laughs> like, you know, if they're like, hey, Nathan, can you run and get us coffee? I'm making money whether I'm going to get them coffee and myself or if I'm sitting there. Sure. Let's go. Let's do that every morning. Heck yeah. Company card. What's the largest uh, in uh, at Starbucks? Uh, uh, is it Trenty? Trenty? Yeah. 
Trenti? Or Trente. Is that a word? Trente. Venti. Uh, venti. Trente. I think it's Trente. What about Grande? Grande. It goes tall, Grande, Venti, Trente. Oh, okay. Whatever, whatever. I'd get everybody I the think, large ones because it's think. on the company card is the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make. But we're, we don't go to Starbucks. We go to uh, Scooters, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. The big boss man really likes Scooters, so that's where we go. You probably know somebody who works there um, <laughs> or owns the place. But anyway, um, so that's that's the story of how my life got flipped, turned upside down. It literally flipped, turned upside down because Nathan went from doing nights to mornings. Yeah, I went from like on some days starting my work at midnight to starting my, I start my day before my overnight shift would have even been over. Mm -hmm. Like if I was still doing overnights, I'd be listening to myself on my way to my day job. Yeah, so that's that's complicated (laughs) things as far as the podcast goes because um, now it is 8.45 and uh, it's past Nathan's bedtime. Yes. Yep. We, we, my bedtime is like eight, eight thirty, And we, for the past three years, for certainly two years, have been starting the podcast at eight. Mm-hmm. And so there's some, there's some hiccups there. There's also hiccups with the fact that um, part of my job is gathering news and then writing it up for the morning show. And getting that to them along with some top talk topics that they can use um, the next morning. And I have to get all of that to them by a certain time before they go to bed. And so I have to not only, you know, wake up and and do that, but then I have to go home and I have to gather all that information. Thing is, news doesn't happen until after six, essentially. I mean. Okay. I can't, I promise you, Rebecca, whoever is posting on these websites is not posting squat until 6 p.m. I don't know what websites you're looking at. Literally every single local news I website. I think you need my help. Except for KMBZ, because there's nothing on the KMBZ's website. Yeah, we don't need to talk about why that is. <laughs> I, I'm, about to, I'm about to file a complaint, because my job is now reliant upon somebody who doesn't do theirs. It's reliant upon them doing their job. So anyway, so I'll be filing a uh, a complaint to, to KMBZ mm-hmm. and whoever is supposed to be doing their uh, website. But mm-hmm. um, maybe I'll just flame them on Twitter. That would work. They'll probably see it then. Um, where was I going with that? We were talking about um, recording now. The podcast oh, is past your bedtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also you're at the station. Okay. So there's an update right there. Um, I had talked before about being like really nervous about going back to the station, but like fully pulled the trigger on it. And uh-huh. this last Monday I started going back just to anchor. Like I, I do my interviews. I write my stories ideally at home in the morning. And then in the afternoon, right before I anchor, I go into the studio. So um, three o'clock is usually time, the time I get into the studio, but I don't get done there until six. I'm supposed to be doing the news till six 30. Um, a little, little insider secret. I pre-record my six 30 <gasps> at five 30 so that I can leave as soon as I'm done doing the six o'clock news. And then poor Sam stays there and plays my six 30 news for me. But that makes it difficult for Nathan and I to be able to record earlier because, yeah, I don't get home till later. Yeah, so it's a it's a problem. It's a problem that we're trying to we're trying to figure it out. But there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of answers right now. Here's what I think. Legitimately, I think the answer is is that there's just going to have to be a day of the week where I just go to bed late, which is fine. I'm not going to bed like it's not like a hard, you know, eight or nine. Or eight or eight thirty. I mean, on Wednesdays I still have church, which means I'm not getting home until nine mm-hmm. anyway. And then I'll, I'll probably have work to do then mm-hmm. afterwards. And so, yeah, last night I didn't go to bed until like uh, ten or ten thirty. No, that's not good. No, well, I didn't go to bed until ten or ten thirty, and I didn't fall asleep until always after that. But I feel fine. Do you? This was the first day that I didn't take a nap, and I actually do. Like, okay, 
Yeah. You feel like you're starting to get in the groove of your new schedule? No, not at all. No. I, I just think that today enough stuff happened that I didn't feel like collapsing whenever I got home. As okay. weird as that sounds. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I got my desk set up at work. I got oh, the yeah, laptop set up. you got like your own cubicle and everything. Yeah. Um, had a meeting with like all all three for the first time. Oh, here's another thing is um the first week the week that i started as a morning show producer one of the hosts wasn't even there the whole week they're out of town which was which ended up being good so that i could just work one-on-one with one of the hosts um but now the host is back and so we were able to finally like for the first time meet with all three of us and figure that stuff out and so that was like helpful so i have a lot of ideas going through my brain at all times um oh and i didn't even mention the fact that this show right now is primarily um, gathering, or my, my job for the show is primarily gathering topics to talk about and gathering news and writing it. Those are the two things that I am the <laughs> worst at. And I kid you not, like, if, if anybody asked me, what what are the top three things that you are worst at whenever it comes to, like, working in radio? I'd say show prep. I'd say news, specifically writing it. And then the third, and this is probably number one, is interviewing people. I'm a terrible interviewer. I can be interviewed. I can talk about myself all day, but I can't interview other people. I don't I, I don't think I care enough about people to like ask questions about a topic that I'm not already passionate about. Anyway, so this job covers two of the big three, and it's eventually probably going to leak into the third. I don't know. We'll see. A bonus to us being a team is those are the things I'm really good at. I know. And Rebecca, I'm being forced to do your (laughs) job right now. I have offered to do your job for you because it just pains me to watch you struggle to write these stories. That would probably take me 30 seconds to do. And it takes you like 10 minutes to do. And I, I want to just take it from you, but I also don't. And you won't let me. So I, I, uh, I am. One and a half weeks into this job, and I have thought already most days of how I can pitch the idea of contracting Rebecca out to write the news. It wouldn't be as expensive. In fact, they'd be saving money because whatever we pay you is going to be cheaper than whatever it's going to cost them for (laughs) me to sit there with my head in my hands for 10 minutes trying to think of a single sentence to intro it. Oh, that makes me so sad. Not not like sad. I'm not crying with my head in my hands. I'm just like focused trying to think. Yeah, but it makes me sad that it's like taking you so long to figure it out when, I I mean, I remember struggling when learning how to write the news, but it's been five years now. And so I'm I'm pretty quick with it. And I mean, I, I do it all day long every 30 minutes, like five stories. And so I've gotten good at writing it fast. And so it's something that comes really easy to me now. And so uh, it makes me sad that you're going through so much pain just trying to learn how to do this. But you're going to get better at it. What? Um, and I won't always be here. So, yeah. What are you, dying? I mean, we all are. Yeah, but I'm not going to be in radio whenever you die. Oh, we don't know that. Rebecca, if you die, I'm out. Like, there's no point at that. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Um, What's your price range? Oh, my gosh. Like, okay, okay, okay. You're not gathering the stories. I would gather the stories. I would send them to you. You would write them and send them back to me. Two to three sentences per story. Max six stories. Minimum four. It depends four. on if a friend is asking me or if a company is asking me. Because if you just... Send me those stories and you're like, could you write these up for me real quick? I would write them up for you for free. I am asking a price for me to then give um, the boss people I, at the radio station. I don't know. I would say whatever they want to pay because it really doesn't take me a whole lot. So whatever so, it means to them. So let's look at let's look at what you get oh for family gosh. game night. OK. Oh, yeah. And that's two hours. So on top of all of this stuff, we are still doing family game night. Which is is going fantastic, but it's a full schedule. It's a full schedule. Yeah. Between what both of us are doing, it's full on right now. I mean, we're both basically working full-time jobs. 
I mean, I am. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You are working. Full-time and a half. (laughs) What I should have said was basically both of us are working full-time jobs. mm, Between the two of us, there is... You're almost there. Over one full-time job. Okay, well, between one of us, there has been a full over a full-time job for a while. Okay, now. I know. I'm, all right, I'm just trying to... Between both of us, we have two full-time jobs. Be, how about this, how about this, how about this? <laughs> Last week, between the two of us, there was over 90 hours worked. I, my head hurts too bad to do the math right now. Okay, so if we both worked 40 hours a week then that would be 80. If we both worked 45, that would be 90. I worked 50 last week, so that's 90, even if you only worked 40. Mm -hmm. Now, if you worked below 40, then I'm getting screwed over. No, you know I worked more than 40 hours. I don't know that. I don't know your schedule. So, like I said, I'm, I'm supposed to do my interviews and write my stories in the morning and then go in the afternoon and anchor. I'm supposed to be done working by 6.30. But if I don't get my interview before I go into anchor, I have to do that after I'm done anchoring. And so many times this week, I worked until nine o'clock at night. Gross. Last week, not this week. Gross. Week. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is a lot of hours, a lot more hours than ever before are being worked between you and I. And then also family game night. And then also everything that's happening in our private lives. And then also the podcast. And that explains why the podcast is like maybe, maybe lacking, you know? It's definitely lacking. Because content wise, like I did show prep while we were eating dinner and I was able to grab three articles and it was painful because my brain is so done right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my whole job. So you can cry me over okay <laughs> well news writing is my whole job so you can oh, cry me over. Shoot. but you i just spent all this time just pouring out compassion for you and <laughs> after you talked about how painful it was to write news and then i mentioned my brain hurting from doing show prep and you're like cry me a river big baby <laughs> that's been a whole relationship rebecca and you know it i've never been a good friend something of a toxic friend actually okay um so yeah, so that's basically it. Oh my gosh. What? I mentioned earlier uh, that I had a, two examples of what soon means in radio. I mentioned oh, yeah, the most yeah, recent, yeah. Or, or not actually the most recent, but you know the, the story I told where they were like soon and I was like, okay. And then they're like on Monday, boom, bang, pow, it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like overnight, essentially. So um, back in December, well, let's go back even further. Back okay, in, I know what you're about to talk about now. <laughs> Back in October, <laughs> I believe, you and I went to talk to um, a radio production class at the local community college. Was that in October? I don't remember when it was. It was October or November. It was one of those months. But Rebecca and I went and we talked to the radio production class at the local community college. Um, it was the class that we both took um, and kind of uh, our friendship sort of flourished in that class. Um and so we went, we talked to him. And then afterwards, the professor, one of our friends was like, hey, uh, Nathan, I've got a job for you. And I was like, okay, cool. What is it? So he lays out this job. It's like producing commercials and stuff, um, stuff I've already done in the past. I already know it. I, mm-hmm. I'm good at it, I think. Um, this is going to be simple. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love that job. And he's like, okay, it'd be like two days a week, but we're talking like full eight-hour days kind of thing. So 16 hours a week, 15, 16 hours a week. Cool, a nice little padded on your paycheck. So uh, I don't really hear from him too much. It's slow going. And then in December, he's like, hey, uh, let's set up an interview. Cool. So I um, come in, tour the place, meet with like the owner of the radio station, meet with him, meet other people, say hello. Yeah, we talk about the job and everything. Basically get the okay from the owner of like, yeah, you're good to hire this guy. And so I look at my professor and he's like, yeah, it's as easy as that. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I will uh, 
let you know whenever, you know, we're ready to get this ball rolling. This was, you know, like I said, in December, a lot happens over the new year that certain radio stations, certainly this one. And he's like, things are about to get really like kind of crazy over the new year. So we probably won't do any hiring um, until after the new year, shortly after the new year. I was like, that's fine. That's understandable. So um, we wait till the new year. I'm like sending them like cover letters and like demos and stuff like that. Like trying to keep the ball rolling. Just trying to stay in front of them. Right. Like, okay, hey, do you need this? I have this prepared if you need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and send that over. Okay, cool. What about this? Do you need it? Yeah, sure. And then. um, Casual check on, check in. You need yeah. anything else? Did you receive that thing I sent you? And I believe it was January 18th that I texted him and was like, hey, um, do you have like a timeline? I know you said like things would be slow going after the new year. Um, but like, do you have like a, like a timeline, you know, just trying to set my schedule together and no response whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. And I was Nada. like, okay. Did you even get like a red receipt or anything? Um, no, but Android will only show you a red receipt if it's on another Android and he has iOS. So, okay. Um, so I'm just waiting this whole time. I've been waiting. So you're like, what, what happened? Yeah. I guess this isn't going to work out and he just doesn't want to break the news. Right. That's, that's legitimately what I expected. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, okay, that's, that's fine. Whatever. I, I continued being poor and, <laughs> you know, like hoping one day I would get the text back, but nothing. And I thought, well, you know, things happen, whatever. Um, and fast forward to today today (laughs) i'm sitting there one week after i started the morning show production job and like things really started kicking off if he had texted me two weeks ago i would i would have been like absolutely let's Uh go because my schedule was still kind of clear the overnights thing i could do that you had some flexibility with your time during the day yeah but but with this radio production job this is every single day i'm not it's basically a full-time job um and and i was like dude, what is like, yeah, Hey, this text was like, sorry for the delay. Um, <laughs> but we still really want to hire you. What day can you come in to like start training or something like that? And I was like, Oh, so how man. did you respond back? Um, or did you, I did. It took me a little bit. I texted Rebecca and was like, I don't know what to say, but like in a little bit is not like six months. Right, 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 right. Um, so I said, hey, thanks for touching base. Um, unfortunately, unfortunate timing, however, I just started a morning show producer job last week that has my schedule a little too full. I appreciate you thinking of me from the start and for the opportunity, but unfortunately, I'm unable to take the job anymore. Did you put two unfortunately's in that text message? Um, I did. Well, no, I said unfortunate timing. Okay. And then I said, but unfortunately, I'm unable. But regardless, it's very unfortunate. It's a, it's an, well, it is, is it not? It was unfortunate for me at the start uh-huh. whenever I had my hopes up, and it was unfortunate for them now. Mm-hmm. You know? Double unfortunate. Uh, exactly. Hence the Bookends. two unfortunates. Bookends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he said, congrats, comma, good luck. No exclamation point, just a comma. <laughs> Because that could have been like, congratulations, good luck. Yeah, okay, cool, good luck, buddy. Um, And he asked what show I was working on, and so I told him, yeah, the Good Morning Show. But that's that. Rebecca, I'm not worried about it at all. Like, Wait, what are you not worried about? The the fact that it took him four months to get get Uh back to me and, and whatever potential awkwardness or whatever. I'm not worried. Like, I'm not, like, upset or anything like that. It really is unfortunate timing. Um... I hope they find somebody else. What I am more worried about is that now this uh, this guy, our college professor, our f- radio friend, mm-hmm. um, is going to feel too bad and too awkward to ever invite me or us back to talk to the Not college at all. class. He's a radio guy. He knows that this is how things work, and he knows that we know this is how things work. But Okay, but you also know this 
individual uh-huh. and they're sometimes a little like on the shy side docile would maybe be a good word <laughs> is that not a good word is that an offensive word uh, no docile i i think uh, somebody that's like very relaxed or um easygoing or I guess, yeah, I think that's that's my definition in my head of docile. But no, I don't think I don't think we have anything to worry about. All like, right, I think I think Ben's still our friend. Okay, oh, you're just gonna. All right, that's fine. I didn't say his last name. That's no, that's Ben's out there. so many Bens in radio. Neither I know name. of at least one. One. <laughs> I thought maybe he quit. I legitimately thought like maybe he quit the station, and that's why I haven't heard anything back i also thought what if he totally like spaced on it for like two months and then was too embarrassed to text me back and then just now like got fed up with being overrun with work again that he's like fine i'll Look text him back you overthinking that hasn't been something i've seen from you ever what overthinking are you kidding me i overthink everything well you don't outwardly express that you're overthinking everything mm. to me you portray yourself as an underthinker that you don't think about anything at all ever <laughs> you don't read into things i've never looked at you as an overthinker well i've had four months to think about this so maybe that okay. has something to do with it <laughs> So now you're now you're questioning whether you're an overthinker or not. Yeah, a lot actually, because <laughs> I I would consider myself an overthinker. I would consider myself an overthinker and a pessimist. Pessimist, I could see. Mm-hmm. But overthinker, you always like, like you could care less whether somebody texts you back or not, or how they respond, or anything like that. Right, but I do. Uh, uh, I'm an overthinker in the sense of like I, ha- I get really anxious about things, and so then I start thinking of every possible way that I could go wrong, mm. and that's like the pessimist side as well. And so, for instance, for this morning show, my job is part of my job is to provide potential talk topics for the morning show host. Mm-hmm. They don't have to use those talk topics. And much of the time, they already have something in their mind that they want to base the show around before they even get in there in the morning. Mm -hmm. Something that they've been thinking about. And so whenever I present my measly topics to them and they're like, neat, and then proceed to not use them, there's a part of me that is like, did I make them angry? Did, is it just bad? Like how bad could it be? Like, no, I think uh, and then, and then I'm, I'm like, okay, like I, I'm just, I'm terrible at this job. Like they're going to, they're going to realize, they're going to realize how bad I am at this job. And then I'm going to become more of an inconvenience to them oh. than a, a relief to them. I'll That's, tell you what's going to actually happen Okay. as, okay. as you're in there while they're doing the morning show and you're watching and seeing which topics they do choose and which ones they bring up on their own as you go along and you're doing show prep, you'll find stuff and you'll be like, Oh, can I say, can I say the name of the host? Sure. I guess. Okay. You, you're going to be like, Oh, that's a Melanie story. Oh, that's a TJ story. You're going to recognize these are things that you've noticed that they like to talk about Yeah. and you're going to cater it more to them as you go along. You just have to learn them. That's okay. That's just a, something that's going to take a little bit of time. I agree. I don't know if I am going to learn them at the pace that they want me to learn them is a big worry of mine. Well, you're going to do the best you can and that's all you can ask for because there's nothing more you can do outside of that. That's true, Rebecca, but what if that's not good enough? Then it's not good enough. That's what I'm worried about. Okay. Well. So I'm valid in thinking that. Well, no, I mean... You've done okay so far, and you'll continue to do okay. If it's not the best fit for you, there's probably someplace else that's a really good fit for you that's just waiting for you to fill that spot. So you're saying I'm going to get fired? No, I'm not saying that either. You just I said think I was going to have to work fine. somewhere else. No, I think you're going to be just fine. Can we start talking about me now? Yeah, we've talked about me for 40 minutes, which yeah, is about 40 for a minutes really long time. longer than we normally do. Normally, it's the other way around. 
Um, I'm going to tell you something that I think is going to be unexpected. Are you pregnant? No. It's can't be any more unexpected than that. That would be really unexpected. Yeah. 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 Um, are you selling Elvis? No. You're putting him down? Oh my gosh. That hurts my heart. That would be unexpected. You are moving to Wellsville. No. I'm happy. That's it? I feel happy. Oh, well, that's way I, more wholesome than... I went back to work last week and I was really scared. I was really scared. Like, I I thought I was going to hate it and it was going to be really stressful. And this, this schedule right now is pretty ideal. Yeah? I really like it. Like, you know, like I said, if I get the story in the morning and... Um, and I'm able to write it during the day. I sit at my dining room table or my kitchen table and I write it and sun is shining and breeze is blowing through and like, it's really comfortable and I enjoy that. And then I get up in the afternoon and I drive in and I anchor for an hour and a half or two and a half hours. And like, I hang out with Sam and I get to laugh and talk and like, before, when I was doing this at home, I would get really sleepy while I was anchoring. Mm-hmm. And now, like, it's like a refresher in the afternoon. Like, it just wakes me up. And I I think I missed that interaction with people in the afternoon. And I hate saying that, but but I did. Like, I, I it made me really happy. Um, also, the fact that I live in Olathe and I live in the apartment building that I cannot tell you how much I love living here. Like, it's only been, what, three weeks since I moved in? Yeah, something like that. I still love it. Like, absolutely love it. I've been going to the gym every day. Really? Yeah. So I decided that first week when I was going back, I was like, this is going to be my new life. And I need to establish what I want that new life to look like. So I get up in the morning and I go straight to the gym and come home, I get ready, I do my work meeting, I start, you know, trying to find my interviews and do my stories. I go in, I anchor, it's like a 20-minute drive back home, like it's not bad at all, 20-minute drive there and back. And then, you know, hopefully I get time with my family in the evening. I'm pretty happy, I like it. Started going to a new church on Sunday, two Sundays ago, so been there for two Sundays now. Latha Christian Church, one of my um, followers goes to that church. Like, like uh, one of social your... media followers, somebody who oh. listened to me on the radio. Made it sound really cultish for a moment. No. Yeah. Anyway, it's, I really like it. Good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. Good. I, I haven't th- been happy for a while, so it feels pretty good. Feels good to see you, Abby. Like I'm still dealing with some really sucky stuff right now, but um, in general, my foundation is happy. Good. Yeah. Good. That's what I've been hoping for. You know, it's one of those things where like you didn't like how your life was going and you know that if you don't like how things are going, then you need to do something about it and change it. So you do enjoy it, but the whole changing part is really hard and it took a lot of work to make changes. I'm really proud of myself and I'm really proud of myself for doing something scary. I know it sounds like stupid, like that going back to the studio was really scary, but it was. Yeah. And nobody made me do it. I just did it well, because I, mean, I thought it was the right thing to do. Going to make you do it. Okay. They are talking about bringing us back, but nobody told me I had to do it last week. Well, but they were going to tell you you had to. I'm sure they will more of like one a, of these days. I'm going to do this so that you don't have to, so that I don't have to listen to you. Now I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this so I did it on my own without somebody forcing me to do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that's good to hear. That's genuinely good to hear. It is interesting that even like the most um, introverted of people still need that like social interaction. Mm-hmm. I did something else social too that I loved. Wow. Did you go to a club? Kind of. So nice. Like one of those like kid clubs, like a teen club? Kind of. So the apartment building, we have get togethers, like they do weekly get togethers and they had um, like a bingo night 
And so everybody came down and had pizza and soda and stuff. And we all sat around like their big tables and stuff and like their work from home space. And we all like got to meet each other and like find out who lives in what apartment on what floor and like who they are and just like a little bit about them. And we all played bingo and like we all talked as we were playing bingo and like found things that you have in common with different people and stuff. Wait, you live here? I live here. No, like other stuff in common. Anyway, it was, it was really fun and they gave away really good prizes. We got Amazon gift cards and um, DoorDash and Starbucks gift cards. I was ready to make fun of you, but I probably would have been a part of it for that. Those were really like, it was a really a lot of fun. And then they had um, yappy hour yesterday for the dogs in the building, <laughs> they had like little scarves for them. And then they had like pup cups and, and then they took pictures and videos of all the dogs that live here. Can I, can I be honest with you? Uh huh. I think you're really going to enjoy ty- retirement. <laughs> I think, I think that's that the goal. I think the goal is, is that you're going to enjoy retirement, but you give it, you give it 15 years. And you're going to be in a community with other people doing doing bingo and yuppie hour. <laughs> I hope I have and, a, an active retirement. Oh, yeah. You're going to be going around on golf carts in your community yeah. and hanging out with the other. I was going to say Doris, but I feel like Doris isn't going to be an old lady name then. It's going to be other old lady names uh-huh. like Rebecca. Doris will be like a child's name by that time. Yeah, true. You're going to be hanging out with like... Um, why is Rebecca the only name that's coming to mind? <laughs> um, Jennifer. A uh, Jennifer, that's a good one. Okay. A uh, uh, Jennifer and uh, Kimberly's. Does does it help if I tell you my kids were at the bingo night and had a blast and didn't want to leave either? No, your kids are really weird though. <laughs> your kids are really weird. It was it was people of all ages. It was really fun. Yeah. Did you just hear that? Yeah. What? I think it was the toilet flushing I, uh, in my apartment. Oh. <laughs> That's right above this conference room. We just heard a bunch of water rushing. <laughs> Scared me for a second. I thought there was like water going to be rushing down the wall uh, or dude, something. my back is to the door. I thought it's supposed to storm tonight. I thought there was like water <laughs> rushing in through <laughs> the door. Coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. I'm loving living here and they put the pool furniture out and- Oh my gosh, Nathan, it's so cool. Like there's chairs in the pool, like lounge chairs in the pool. And so they were asking at the bingo night for ideas for like different get togethers. And I was like, we need to have a Jaws movie night where we all sit in the pool and watch Jaws. And they loved the idea. They also are giving me major props for my decorating and said that my decorating looks better than their models. You showed them pictures of your house, of your apartment? Yeah. Is that kind of weird? Well, how it started was because we had, we were getting the light installed and um, we had to have the electrician come up because the wires were switched. Okay. Um, We had several like electrical issues that they had to come switch the wires on. Yeah, those are no big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was an explosion in our apartment. (laughs) That's how we figured out the wires were switched anyway um so then when i came downstairs we have people who work at the front desk they're they're the same people all the time and so i come down there like is they're like did everything go okay with your light and i was like yeah and they're like um what does it look like because none of the apartments had lights in the living room you put your own in Mm -hmm. and so i showed them and they were like oh my gosh that looks really good. Oh my god, girl. Your apartment, you've decorated it really, really cute. And then I decorated the patio and um the manager was like walking by and she saw it and she was like, You did such a good job decorating it. It looks way better than our model does. This this sounds like the greatest compliment. Ever. Like a yeah, that 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 happened kind of story. You know, of like, okay, yeah, sure. And then everybody stood up and clapped. Can I tell you something else cool that happened? Yeah. Did the president stop by and, and a, no, but give you accolades? This is better. For- so during the bingo night, I got here late because 
it started at six and I get off work at six. So I get here at like six 30, but everybody else is already playing bingo. Like oh, the games man. are going on. Everybody's introduced themselves and stuff. So I come running in and this lady was like, wait, you're telling me that's those kids mom. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, no, you look like you should be one of the kids. And I was like, she didn't need to say that. And she I said can't, it like that's stand the best. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I last episode, I think I was talking about how I want to live here too. I changed my mind. I can't stand Why? these because, people. Because because people are so loving towards me. I can't stand camp? these people. Yeah. They're just here to, to fly. You're tired you. of them giving me compliments. I can't stand it. I can't stand other people getting I compliments. I'm living my best life here. Like, yeah, I can tell. I don't know if I'll ever leave. Like, You I should. It's going to be really expensive. <laughs> it's going to get really expensive really I'm fast. I'm loving it. You're living in a hotel. I'm living in a resort. This, this apartment complex has indoor carpeted halls. And it's it's literally... If you took a picture of, of the hallway, people would think it was a hotel. Yeah. If you took a picture of any part of this place, people would think it was a hotel. Yeah, that's correct. A resort, which is a step up from a hotel. I don't know if people think it was a resort. You know what Weston, the front desk guy's been doing? Oh, what is Weston when been doing? When my packages come in, uh-huh. he goes and he puts them in the hub lockers for me. So they're not just sitting out because Amazon doesn't know to put it in the locker. And then he texts me to let me know my package has arrived. That is so kind of Weston. It's so nice. Rebecca, I cannot wait till this place gets like fully populated and they don't have time to suck up (laughs) to you. compliment me all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Your light is so nice. (laughs) Wow. Oh, are those that couch is so mid-century modern. Wow. I mean, they, the, their decorating is similar to my decorating. Like the, de- the, the furniture in the lobby is similar to the furniture that I decorate with. So kind of had the same taste. I think we're friends. Like I'm friends with the managers here. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's weird. I, I've talked to my manager's. The, the managers of the my apartment complex twice. Well, that's that's because they're not like waiting at the front door when you come in. Yeah, I'm not living the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> I talked to them whenever I moved in and I talked to them whenever it had been two months and my bathtub was I... still standing water and I needed a plumber. I feel like I have won the lottery. Like I'm like, how did I find this place and how do I keep other people from finding it? But I keep talking about it. Yeah, before long... It's going to be filled with even more people who think you're fantastic. I know. Oh, that would be great. So I made a mistake the other day. Yeah. I've been talking about how I moved into an apartment for a while now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. I've tweeted about it. But I posted on Facebook the other day, yesterday, the day before yesterday, a picture of Elvis. And I said something about him adjusting well to apartment life. Didn't even think about that. I had not ever like told the social media world, Facebook and Instagram anyway, that I've moved. Should have told them to listen to this podcast. Should have sent them a link. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't even think about it. Like I posted it and walked away. And then that night I opened up my Facebook and I had like a ton of notifications. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's a picture of Elvis. That's why I have all the Ugh. notifications. And so I went to go look at the comments and everybody was like, why an apartment? Like, what is going on? And then like Scott Parks, I was telling him at the station that I moved into an apartment and he was like, wait, you moved in an apartment, not your family. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. And so now I'm like, what if people start thinking like that? Something happened with Jay Wes and I. Can I tell you what, Rebecca? I moved into an apartment. You don't, I, I saw the post uh-huh. before you had a chance to get on there and reply to people. Uh-huh. I cannot tell you how close <laughs> I was to going on and replying to everybody telling them that you had split from your oh, family. My gosh, I would have been so mad at you. It was mm, <laughs> like the opportunity was there. That is definitely not the case. That is definitely not the case. Yeah, no, her kids are here. And my husband. Well, we'll see how long. Okay. I mean, truth is he's only here part time, but that's because. On the weekends. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> but that's because his, his dad's health is really poor. And so he's been spending a lot of time with mm. his 
with his dad. So you're telling me you moved into an apartment and he's been Living staying with his, with parents. his parents? Yeah. This isn't sounding any better, Rebecca. <laughs> Not at all. I mean. Okay, okay, okay. We have five minutes left. Okay. So let's try to gather our thoughts uh-huh. about the future of the podcast. Oh, we're just going to talk about it right here on the podcast about the future of the podcast. Maybe for five minutes. Unless, do you have okay. five minutes of other stuff? We could talk about this on no, the Let's Be Honest. I, d- I mean, I can come, I can talk about anything. I, I just feel minutes. like we've been but talking for wanna... 55 minutes about us. Mm-hmm. And how much are people really going to care about that? Yeah. I mean, they may not care. They may be like, you guys are done doing this podcast. Like they've been waiting 55 minutes for any sort of content is what I feel like. right now. <laughs> well, we're not going to give them much more content except for discussing the podcast. Like what should we do with it? Well, yeah. But I mean, if they're listening to the podcast, then they're obviously interested. If you've made it this far, you're a fan and I appreciate you for sticking with us. So what should we do? Tell them about how we're going to cancel the podcast. Okay. I don't think we're going to cancel it. No, I, I don't. I, I, I hope not. That's uh, We're going to do everything in our power to not do that. Yeah. I I would suggest taking a pause until we can get some, some get our schedules ironed out a little bit more. Really? Just because it's really difficult to do show prep and to be able to have solid content that makes it worth listening to. That's true. I, I don't want to show up and continue doing trash podcasts mm. where we haven't done any prep and prepared at all. And we're just showing up and sitting down in front of a mic and we're just talking about our life updates. Like that's not a good podcast. No, that's that's more of like a, like, you know, like scientists and sci-fi, how they set up the recorder and just do a little like diary. That's what this is. This is just. Nathan and Beck's diary. Really? That is basically what it's become lately. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what we want. No. And I will tell you, when I said my father-in-law is ill and my husband is spending a lot of time with him, I mean, he's he's very ill, like does not have a lot of time. And so um, I'm expecting things to get a little bit more complicated here in the next couple of weeks. And so that may be another reason why we should probably just like say, hey, we're not, we're not ending the podcast, but we need to get some things ironed out first. We need to get, we need to get our feet underneath us with our schedules because both of us have had our schedules changed up and we're not used to working those yet. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even, yeah. We have, we, we had no time to prepare that a change like that was happening. I mean, I did, you didn't. Right. Well, but even then, even then, I mean, I don't know. Like, we knew, okay, Crockett's are going to move. There's a conference room. We can set up the podcast. We had confirmation and everything about that. So we had a plan set, and then life kind of, like, continued to to go in the direction that we were like, oh, didn't really see that coming. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't see that coming. Oh, Wait, all of this is like out of our control. It just keeps coming at us, doesn't it? Like, yeah, but nonstop. It, and and for the first time in Vent Lab history, it's good. Some good things. It's, Some good things are coming at us. Yeah, we are we are so overloaded with good things that we're struggling to find time to put into the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we just we just don't want to give you poop every week. Yeah. to listen to. Yeah, it's not a poop cast. And I know I, I just don't have it in me to put the time in yet. I'm still trying to figure out this whole hybrid schedule and I really like it. I just, I haven't figured it out where it's it's smooth right now. Yeah. And you're yes, definitely I'm... still figuring yours out. Yeah, I... I don't know. And things are just going to change even more down the road I think so it, it, it's it's an up and down trying to figure it out and as soon as we do figure it out something else is going to change <laughs> but if we can at least figure it out to that point then we can change things from that pivot point you know uh-huh. but it's just getting there yeah so and right now we just can't find any time that's really working yeah for both of us so bear with us mm-hmm figuring it out you can still you can listen to nathan on the morning show sometimes 
You can listen to me in the afternoons on the Dana and Parks show, and you can listen to both Nathan and I at the same time on Family Game Night on Live 88.5. 7 to 9 p.m. every Saturday. And just as one final thing, this isn't us ending the podcast forever. This is just like... We've got to figure some stuff out, and it it might be a little bit. There might be an episode next week. There might not. It just just depends. (laughs) The day that we record, it's all up in the air. But I don't want you to be like, cool, so that was the worst goodbye I've ever heard. <laughs> this isn't goodbye, okay? Jeez. I, this is goodbye. because See it's you later. End, See you later. All right. But until, you know, we do come back, my name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. <laughs> <laughs>